You're listening to Dot Complicated on Business Radio, powered by the Wharton School. Here again is Randy Zuckerberg. Welcome back to Dot Complicated here on SiriusXM Business Radio 132. I've been so excited for this interview. Uh, Brian Kelly is the founder and CEO of The Points Guy, a digital platform renowned for all things points, miles, and travel related. Definitely one of the most influential people in the travel industry, if not the most influential, and someone who I've been following for many years now. Brian, welcome to Dot Complicated. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you here. All right, take us through your entrepreneurship entrepreneurial journey and your kind of aha moment in founding the points guy. Well, I think I mean, I've been obsessed with points. Like it started when I was like 12 with my dad. He was a consultant and I figured out in the 90s. I think my first aha moment was he he was like I have all these points. I don't know how to use them. If you can figure it out, our family of six can go on vacation, but it's up to you. So me being well, that's like That's a good incentive. <laughs> yeah, and I was just always like, you know, my parents always joked. I grew up in a middle-class family, like I always had the champagne lifestyle on a beer budget. So I was like, I'm going to figure out how to use these points. So I figured out how to take our whole family of six to the Cayman Islands. And wow. I remember that was my first aha moment. And I also- At 12? At 12. And I'm, I'm, my parents and I laugh about it now. They're like, how did we ever let our 12-year-old plan a trip outside <laughs> the country? But it was amazing. And that that really started every year. My dad, you know, he traveled a lot for work. And then I would use his points. So we'd go to Barbados, Cayman Islands, all pretty much for free. So yes. that was when it started. I would say the entrepreneurial moment happened. I mean, I started the points guy just as a fun side blog. Um, it was I was working at Morgan Stanley in their tech recruiting. My job was actually to uh, recruit computer scientists from MIT and Columbia and Stanford and uh, to and convince them to work at Morgan Stanley over companies like Facebook and Yahoo <laughs> and Google. So um, so I was traveling all around the country. All of a sudden, I had like millions of points myself. And then my friends were like, you should really start a blog. Mm. So I just started, I paid 10 bucks. I sat on a domain for a year. I was like, the points guy, that's too specific. You know, everyone has their opinions on names. Like, it's never going to be able to grow if it's the points guy, because that means it's just you. <laughs> um, but I just figured I'd do it. I had no idea how to monetize, but um, it quickly started to take off. Yes. Well, I feel like all the best businesses start as a side hustle because it's, yep. that's what you do for passion yep. and, and for love. And I, yeah, I remember my friends were like, it started, I had like 20,000 monthly uniques and 30. And my friends were like, dude, put, put Google AdSense on it, at least earn a couple hundred dollars. And I, I remember being like, this is my pride and joy. I don't want to <laughs> sabotage it with advertising. Yeah. It with and everyone's like, dude, the internet exists to make money. It's okay. <laughs> and it's great. So, I mean, what what did you think was that tipping point of success? Because, I mean, now you have oh, millions of monthly readers. You were voted recently the number one travel influencer. Was there a moment that you were like, wow, I, I'm, I'm starting to make it? Well, the big moment happened when I started to really make money. So uh -huh. the... You know, Google AdSense, I ended up putting on, it was like $500 a month, which was nice. But um, a friend of mine from college had kept emailing me to like meet up, like, and he worked in affiliate marketing and he worked for the banks. And he was like, Chase knows about you. And I was like, come on, Chase Bank doesn't know about this points guy blogger. And, um, and I ended up meeting with him and he said, no, affiliate marketing. And 
and I had knew nothing about it. It sounded very spammy. I'm like, <laughs> but he's like, if you use our links, you know, and you're talking about the United card or the Chase card, like we'll pay you. And I was like, how much? And he was like, and I remember at the time it was like $230 for every new approval. So the first month I was okay. So I literally, I, the same exact post that I was writing, I just went in and put in their links instead of direct yeah. to chase.com. And like the first month it was $5,000. And I was in HR at Morgan Stanley during the recession. So I was not rolling in money, you know, throughout yeah. my, I, I started at Morgan Stanley August of 07, which timing wise was right before things got like really <laughs> crazy. So, um, so $5,000, I was like, this is like, this is substantial. And then the the real aha moment was when the New York Times had reached out. And they were like, wow. for, for budget travelers, we don't believe points and miles make sense. Buy the cheapest flight. And there were so many voices in media that were like, points and miles are pointless. Like, <laughs> And I was like, yeah, if you don't put a little, if you put a little bit of time and effort, the value, you know, they go up exponentially. So I, I met with the New York Times and they wrote this amazing piece on me that was like the travel site that you need to be following right now. And it was on this day that there was this big credit card offer from Chase. And so in one day, it was like I made more than my annual salary at Morgan Stanley. And that was the yes. day. I, so that was April. So I started June of 2010. And then April of 2011, I quit my job. So that's amazing. I mean, that's a it, really fast track it was, success. And people say, you know, you know, I was about to get VP at Morgan Stanley. My mom was like, what are you going to do for health <laughs> benefits? But um but I just knew. I mean, and then I was starting to go to dinner parties and people were like, you're the points guy. And that was the moment where I'm like, I built this like brand, you know, and, yeah. and I love doing it. And and even to this day as we've grown and, I'm, you know, it's funny, the points guy, we actually now have more females working at the points guy than than men, which I love. Um, but we're, you know, over 60 full time employees and and we're just getting started. I, I love that. And uh, what was your first encounter with like a fan or a reader? Because I feel like I still remember like in the very early days of working at Facebook when like it wasn't even a thing yet, wearing a shirt and someone in the airport being like, I'm an NYU and I love Facebook. And, like, did, yeah. did, like That's a real moment when you feel like in the wild. Someone in the is wild. Because yeah, yeah, as a blogger, you know, I would work full time at Morgan Stanley. I'd come home. I actually the first business model was actually I charge people 50 and I would teach them how to use their own points. Mm. And then I was running, like, you could, for $150, you could get on the phone with me. So I had this whole, like, kind of weird travel agency where I would help people use points. And um, and then I would write my blog post. And then, it, you know, click away to one in the morning, post, post it at 8 a.m. the next day. And then so I was interacting with people on the Internet. So then when, when I started in, in the wild, because my take also, there was a lot of other travel blogs. But none of them had personality. So none of the other bloggers in my space put their pictures in their flight reviews. Whereas wow. I would take a picture in first class and, you know, I'm six, seven and I'd have fun with it and my knees are crunched and coach. And <laughs> and that's when people started recognizing me. And it, and it got weird. You know, at first you're like, this is weird. But then I've always embraced it. I mean, I think what we unite people around travel. And luckily we have, you know, pretty, very few trolls. You know, our community is uplifting. People help each other. You know, the stories are all, you know, I mean, people meet me in airports. They don't want to even ask me questions. People always want to tell me how they use their points. And it's amazing. Right. People are like, I got laid off, but I still took my family to Hawaii and that lifted me up. And then I was able to get a job. Like, you know, people who were in residency and med school being able to travel back and forth because of their elite status and upgrades and everything. So to yeah. me, I still get chills. I, I love what we're able to like. We just educate consumers on how to get all the, you know, all the values out there. It's yes. just a matter of well, you know, it's harnessing great, it. Because, I mean, those are the most powerful memories that people have with their families and their lives is traveling. And, and you're really empowering people to take advantage of that. 
It's a cool, cool thing. It's wonderful. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Sirius XM Business Radio 132. This is Dot Complicated. I'm your host, Randy Zuckerberg. We're here with Brian Kelly, founder and CEO of The Points Guy. Brian, what um, what what has surprised you most about learning about points and how people use them or don't use them that like a start a starter for people? Well, I actually think what surprised me is is the amount is the type of people you know. So I'm like you know urban dwelling young professional. Like a lot of our our base audience is you know consultants and people who work in business and tech. But there's actually a huge amount. I love going to you know you know, stay at home moms who are in the points game. I mean, it's kind of like yeah. a fun version of like coupon cut. Yeah. yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. but fun couponing where you actually get to travel places. So totally. um, we've got a huge audience. You know, we just had 10 million monthly readers um, uh, last month and we're growing. And it, so it's a huge audience. And I think through our, you know, uh, we have this big Facebook group, um, the TPG Lounge, and just going in and seeing in the military, mil- like mil- points and miles are huge in the military, which makes yeah. sense. And also the credit card companies will waive the annual fees for people in the military. So to mm-hmm. me, it's not just a like millennial consultant niche audience of single people who travel in first class. Like it's a really, I mean, everyone, like points and miles are for everyone, whether you're budget or luxury. And we have billionaires who reach out, you know, because no matter who you are, I mean, everyone, I mean, who doesn't want to maximize, you know, against credit card companies and airlines, you know, totally. like you can, you there's can, like a fun, it's just a thrill to it really. Totally. I mean, with, with, <laughs> with, you know, the Amex card, you can actually go to restaurants in the airport. And it's so I always love like, you get like a $30 credit, like Amex is paying me for my lunch today, you know, and it's like so fun to like, think about like, you know, getting huge value. And these sign-up bonuses are over $1,000 in value. Yeah. And this is unique to the U.S. You know, we just launched in the U.K. and the credit card offers are much, you know, 10,000 points if you're lucky, 20,000. Wow. The U.S., we've got it. I mean, all these different credit card companies competing for consumers, offering super rich points and perks. And, you yeah. know, if you play the game, I mean, it, it has evolved over time, um, but it's a fun game to play. Absolutely. Was there anything that... Um you weren't originally planning on covering when you launched the blog, but then you were like surprised at how much your your readers and your fans wanted to hear about it. I think it's actually the opposite. So there's actually a lot of like gray areas, you know. There, so you know, I think the points guy has expanded. Um, you know, we have a bunch of other competitors who have you know kind of stagnated or served niche audiences. I've always wanted this to be broad, and we openly. I mean, we our revenue we work we basically, we don't take any revenue from the travel industry. We, you know, but we work still with the credit card companies. So we get paid if you get your credit card from our site. Um, So in doing that and working with the credit card companies, a lot of the really kind of gray area used to be able to buy gift cards with credit cards at CVS. And people actually were like, oh, you're a sellout. You're not covering that. And early on, I was like, the average consumer actually doesn't really want to do stuff that is kind of makes you feel uncomfortable or yeah. you know people were buying paypal gift cards at convenience stores but then paypal was locking the accounts because it showed up as money laundering my t- my take was i never wanted to be blogging about this really dark art stuff because people's lives are at stake so yes. by being more mainstream and doing what's you know ethically right and you know technically there are ways where you can you know jab the credit card companies more for you know cancel open you know all these you know really dark things um by not covering that i think our popularity has even though in the beginning people are like you're going to sell out no one want you know you're you're too in bed with your advertiser but i think actually by being transparent and yeah. um and open we've actually been able to grow more i love it so brian what are your what's your advice to people who are you know 
starting out. They have a passion. We were just talking with with someone who like had a whole career in digital marketing and now has a super passion in cannabis and is starting that. Um, how do you take something that you're passionate about and start monetizing it and building an audience? Yeah, I mean, I think the beauty of social media, the beauty of blogging, vlogging now, podcasting, it doesn't take a lot. I mean, I had a $10 domain. I sat on it for a year. <laughs> People were telling me the world doesn't need another travel blogger. And, you know, you're not a writer. You studied Spanish in college. And, you know, I had terrible grades in college <laughs> and didn't go to business school. You can't be a media CEO. And even as the business grew, you can't be the CEO. You need to hire someone who like, no, like I can do it. I can, you know, <laughs> I would just say to people the first, like there's always community and whether it's cannabis or points or travel or, you know, women's issues, like there are communities. Like what I did in the beginning with the points guy, even when I started blogging, I was going, I remember uh, Google had a travel meetup in New York and I, I hate, I actually, I'm, I love people, but I get, I hate going to events by myself. It's like totally. my worst nightmare. I'm walking to a room and <laughs> I, I like to know. So, but I remember pushing myself and I met um, all these other travel you know, entrepreneurs and, you know, young bloggers who are now like, it's funny, nine years later, we've acquired some of their sites and, but pushing yourself to like engage in a community, meet people, push yourself. And, but then when it comes to content, you know, really just like come in with an angle, put yeah. yourself fully into it. Don't be afraid to, um, you know, do something that's a little bit different. I'm, I'm doing a vlog right now and it's actually, I constantly push myself, We, you know, uh, I don't need to be doing this vlog, but I really want to. And in the comments on YouTube, and YouTube's a whole different audience. A that whole we're... other beast. And, yes. I'm, and I'm like, you know what? For me to push my team, I want to learn. So I we had it. We had a episode yesterday where I was at, <laughs> I, I was in Carnival, and so I met with this fashion designer, and I, you know, he's dressing me for Carnival, and it totally has nothing to do with travel, really. But it, we were talking about gay rights in Brazil and. Um, what you know the political statements carnival means and, and people on YouTube were like ferocious yesterday but <laughs> but like you just got to learn and, and yeah. you know build up a thick skin if you want to be in a business in the media business and you've got to learn how to like take that feedback and yeah. synthesize it Especially, some of it actually yeah. has I think th really that's a signal that you're talking about things that are important to people because totally. the last thing you want is to be ignored right that's, that's to right. put all this time and effort and then no one yeah if people just feel eh that yeah. means like you're, it's probably not worth your time yep. to be focusing on it. Um, talk to me about what the Points Guide company looks like right now, because I was very intrigued. You mentioned that it's actually majority women that are yeah. working there, so like this is a this is a full operation. Yes. Now. So I actually saw so the evolution of the site, of the site in May of 2012, um, a company called Bankrate, this publicly traded company, approached me through a friend, and they bought the site. Which in a Congrats. so think of that June of yeah. 20 June of 2010, I start. 20, April of 2011, I start monetizing like crazy. Yes. And then May of 2012, I sold to this publicly traded company. Did your mom finally get off my your mom back finally for not got like, off. taking the VP yeah. job? Okay. I, I still, every year I take my, my parents, like my best friends, I take them on a big trip and like we'll be in Emirates first class, like drinking champagne. I'm like, you're like, you see? still worried about those health yeah. benefits, mom? She's like, shut up. And at, at our corporate events, I always bring it up. And she's like, stop, enough. Like, but, That's so funny. No, um, but I love it. That's like a, a mom's job. It, totally, yeah. totally. Um, <laughs> So now the company, so we're in Flatiron. We, it's, we actually, so we were about 65 people in the office. We've got about 45, 50 contributors around the world. Um, we were, 18 months ago, Bankrate was acquired by this company called Red Ventures based in Charlotte. Um, so we're now private, which in our, uh, it's not actually a venture capital firm. They they are pouring tons into the TPG brand. Like we believe the Point Sky. So right now the site we're building, we just hired um, 
an executive editor from the AP, Business Insider. We've got this amazing editorial team, and we're still committed to that and social and video. But the big thing for the Point Sky now, we've got a huge tech hub in Austin, and we're building the TPG app that is going to revolutionize travel. And this is what I'm so excited about. Because right now, like, it's confusing. If you come to the Point Sky, I always call it, it's like double dutch. Like, it might be a flight deal. Like, if you go on the site right now, <laughs> it could be like a deep dive into British Airways or flash sale on Hyatt or the, it's, it's a little, it takes right. a lot to become a points person. So yes. the app is going to personalize all that content. But the real thing is that we're going to be able to track your points, track your credit cards and help you choose the right cards for you based on where you want to go. So if you have a family and you can only travel during school break periods, you can actually set alerts. We, we acquired a company called Expert Flyer that scans the airlines. And so say you want to go LA to Sydney in first class on these dates, well, you can set an alert and the TPG app is going to push alert you. Wow. Hey, Randy, the seats are open. Snag them before anyone else and we'll actually send you to the airline. So we're working with the airlines, the hotels to, to build a platform that allows people to look at the price of uh, tickets to buy, but also if you want to maintain your global services, and that's a goal for 2019, yeah. that you can actually, it'll put that logic into the decision making. You know, Randy, you actually might want to buy this fair class because you're not on track to maintain 1K slash global. Totally. So. You, you joke with me about that, but I, like, I actually had a meeting with the executive team at United where I was like, I have two main concerns in my life right now, having a healthy baby and retaining my global services status. <laughs> and I was like, and I am concerned that those two goals well, are at just, odds with one another. Well, you know, that's good because Delta just announced a plan to allow um, yes, people with life changes to freeze your yes. status. So normally the other United copies Delta a lot. So <laughs> hopefully for, for you, that'll, that'll come up. But, um, but yeah, these are real concerns of a lot of people and the airlines and people always say, oh, the airlines must hate you. The airlines love us because we engage their very best customers. Like they're elite yeah. flyers who are our readers to the core, bring an exorbitant amount of profit to the airline. So what we do and what our app is going to do is drive them to book directly with the airline. I firmly believe like most of the travel agencies today don't serve the consumer. You know, mm -hmm. it's like they wear you down. Am I getting the best price? What <laughs> fare class? Am I actually booked in the right seat? So when you book through the point sky, we don't even want to be an OTA, but we want to. So if you're in a middle seat, which a lot of, you know, happens, yep. but the airlines release tons of seats. So we're actually going to be able to automatically change your seat, push alert you if a better seat or award inventory opens up. So we've been working a ton on this. It'll probably be out later this year. But so the Point Sky blog media platform is going to be a tech company. And that's what I'm How so excited fabulous. about. fabulous. Yeah. I love it. So, Brian, what are your rules for yourself? Because you were starting to allude to this about how you pay for all your own travel. You cover your employees' credit card fees, things like this. So how did you start kind of coming up with these rules of, I guess, authenticity as a leader? And, and why is that important? Well, it was interesting because Delta, when I quit my job at, at Morgan Stanley to pursue blogging full time, Delta PR had reached out and they were it was it, 2011. It was right after the earthquake in Japan. Mm -hmm. And they were like, we'll get it. And planes were empty. Tokyo was empty. And it was June. And they said, we'll give you free business class to Tokyo. And Hyatt actually was like, we'll put you up at the Park Hyatt. And I remember, and I have nothing. A lot of travel influencers have to take free flights to get content. I have nothing mm -hmm. against it. But for me, I was flying home and the Delta flight was horrible. It was on like this old ratty plane. <laughs> and it was like, and I was like, I have to do a flight review now. And I'm balancing my friend in PR at Delta thinking like, is this yeah. going to get her in trouble? I'm a nice person. I don't want to. So from that point on, I was always like, you know, for us to be 
you know, in reviews, I personally, you know, when you read a, a sponsored review, you take it a little bit differently than honest. I mean, that's just, a, so I, I, I thought we can be open about our business model. Now, will that, will that change down the line and doing partnerships? I think there are ways that we can do fun partnerships where we bring our readers like on a TPG cruise and we work yes. with the cruise line to do something behind the scenes. But, but yeah, so it's just been out of personal experience and, um, and it's given us power in the industry that, you know, our reviews are well-respected. Our analysis on these loyalty programs are with the consumer first. And that's how I believe like long-term we've been able to double in size every year and, and get the trust. I mean, even my editors now have their own sub followings and, so it's worked for us. So will it change? Will we have to evolve? Probably, but I think. Yeah. Um, What's well, I mean, it's fabulous. You clearly hit on a, a topic that's near and dear to people. What can you give us some beginner pointers for people who are just kind of coming into this, or some of the kind of most frequently asked questions that you get? Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing I would say is like, if you live in the U.S., like the the best way to get points is not from flying or traveling; it's from your credit card. So mm-hmm. think about what you spend your money on every day, um, whether that's you know, Uber, Seamless. Yes. Um, Especially if you own a business and you're putting swap. a lot of uh, totally. business expenses so, on a card. So if you have a small business, even, an, you know, an eBay company or a small, like, you know, consulting mm-hmm. business, you can get business credit cards, which are secured by you personally, but sit on your business credit report so that they don't, the balances don't affect your score monthly. But yeah, there's huge sign-up bonuses. There are, and not just sign-up bonuses you get once for opening up a credit oh. card, but most importantly, the, the way the industry has been going is that there are huge category bonuses. So, yes. you know, Chase Sapphire Reserve came out with triple points on travel and dining. And that travel also includes, you know, subways, parking, tolls, yeah. the whole gamut. And then, you know, Amex came out with 5X on airfare and City Prestige now has 5X on dining. And like, so there's been this kind of awards race in the marketplace. So get get a card for juicy sign-up bonus, but also look at what you spend your money on and then spend, your goal is to get more than one point or mile per dollar spent. Mm. So, you know, especially if it's categories like dining and and events and entertaining, like there, or shipping, um, we actually, the, the way I earn the most points is Facebook. We we spend a million dollars a month on Facebook ads and it all goes on my credit cards. Well, and, thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. It's, but, a symbi- it's, a, it's a good relationship. But, but you know, yeah. Amex and Chase offer 3X on online advertising. So we, you know, all these startups that are spending on these categories, the travel that you get can actually help your bottom line. I mean, so many small businesses use their points for, we use our points for our employee travel. We're not spending 20 grand on, Cathay Pacific First Class. We're, you know, I make my employees. I'm like, if you want to review Cathay First Class, you need to find award availability. You need to, yeah. and then use our huge bank of Amex and Chase points. Uh, so, Brian, what what is your personal gold standard? Like, if you had to tell me, like, your top proudest use of points that you're like, you know, that you're not sure you'll ever parallel again, well, what would it be? You know, I've had a lot of the first class flights and everything, but what I love using points for. So we um, work with a lot of organizations. So I believe travel can change the world, and it's changed me as a person um so we work with rainbow railroad which helps lgbt refugees um all around the world people who can't be out uh, for risk of imprisonment mm-hmm. and torture it's really bad in jamaica chechnya i remember reading in the new york times there's actually concentration camps in chechnya where they're gathering up lgbt people wow. so rainbow railroad works we actually get people in safe houses and then we fly them out so we mm-hmm. did a whole drive um 75,000 points is what it takes to get someone to safety so we get them to countries like canada and argentina um so basically we've donating points to help save lives is by far the very best redemption value that i've ever had because you can't put a 
price on helping save, literally save someone's life. If we're not, if we don't step in to help these people get out, no one will. Yes, I love that, and I think I mean there's so many applications of that. Also, I remember when I was first starting out in my career, and I really wanted to donate to to uh, President Obama's campaign, but I just I didn't really have that much money. And then there was a Here's whole some Delta miles. Yeah, you, yeah, exactly. They were like, you could actually yeah. donate your points yeah. and your miles to help people get out on a campaign trail, and that was yeah. kind of my first points. I mean, I guess the fi- you know key point is that points and miles are currency. You know, they they are worth money nowadays more than ever. You can use points not just for travel, but for cash back, for amazing experiences you can't buy. So I think that's the one thing I want people to understand. It's like it's the most fun game in the world. They're yeah. all around us. You can be earning extra points from all of your shopping. Never go into a store and shop if you shop through these online shopping portals. The airlines and hotels will give you tons of extra points. So that's you know once you start getting into this game and realizing that they're all around us and like every time you maximize your points you're literally just picking up an extra couple dollars here and there and you know getting a credit card sign up bonus the banks will give you a thousand dollars for getting a credit card that's crazy that is crazy so it's a fun game and um it is fun right like you like you're, you go to get a latte, you're basically like getting totally. money back and getting on, things. Your way, I mean, and, and that's what our app's going to do too, is put help you set a goal. You want to go to Bora Bora on your honeymoon, you'll be able to set a goal and we'll help you work back from that and being like, you know what, if you actually would have paid for that latte using this card, you would have earned 5x more points. And when people start seeing, oh, wait a minute, if I do these small little changes, I can take right. these amazing trips or you know save money. Um, so I think miles and points are cool because they're a currency that the more you mine your own knowledge in them, the more valuable they become. And how fun is that? So everyone, people listening now who I'm sure have points, have never paid attention to them, you know, of course I'm going to say go to thepointsguy.com and and read up. But the more you read about the currencies that you have, the more valuable they become. Absolutely. I love it. Okay, so Brian, our final moments together, what are you most excited about for the future of the company and uh, and like what do you have your eye on? I would say, I mean, our global expansion is really fun. So we just launched in the UK. A lot of people said, oh, points and miles are very US because the big bonus is here. So the UK has been, a, it's been six weeks. We have 200,000 uniques who have been to the site and they're highly engaged, spreading all over the UK. We're teaching Brits who have money, have tons of uh-huh. vacation time and don't, you know, to, to use points and they've never we're educating a nation right now and we've been in all the top press and people love it so that to me has been like wow how far can we take this so brazil i was just there you know brazil's travel economy is growing so i really yeah. think i mean the points guy as a travel brand global travel brand that helps people travel helps people get you know more value out of their travels and building a bigger community and helping people recommend tours i think totally. there is a um it's almost overwhelming sometimes. Okay, where do we go next? Coming up with our own points currency and allowing people. So yes, there's there's a lot of. I love. It's funny because I feel like uh, in the last few years, like the buzzword has been like gamification of everything. But I mean, you've really you've been in that game pioneering. And people love it to from, play the game. Yeah. I mean, savvy consumers want value back. Like. Um, and there's, you know, smart, you know, we, we do spend a lot of money and we should be getting, you know, a better experience in the airport and you can like travel doesn't have to be horrible. I think the people yeah. who know, um, you know, getting things like clear and pre-check and, you know, you invest a little bit of time, but then we all want to be traveling more. So the smarter traveler you become, and it's, it's all a mindset too. So helping change the mindset of people who may not have wanted to travel, 
um, or overwhelmed by it and empowering yes. them, that's, I think I have the best job. Absolutely. No, that's my favorite thing is introducing new people when they travel with me to, uh, to my global services status and what I get. And I'm like, you've never had an airport experience <laughs> like this. Like just, just enjoy it. But so Brian, where can people reach you? Brian Kelly, the points guy, where can people yes. find out more and connect so with you? So we're at the points guy on all social. My personal Instagram is at Brian Kelly, where I, it's me. It's, it's no one on my social team. It's unfiltered. I respond to DMs usually, um, just not dirty ones. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, thepointsguy.com. And, and I would just say stay tuned for our app later this year. That's going to change it. the game. Yes. Brian Kelly, thank you so much. I could have chatted with you for hours about all of this. It's a thrill to have you on Dot Complicated here on SiriusXM Business Radio 132. I'm Randy Zuckerberg. Talk to you next week. <laughs>